me get this straight. You kidnapped us from across the galaxy so we could, what? Save the universe? Mm, not exactly. A bit more complicated than that. You aren't just our best hope to save one universe. You are my last hope to save all of them. You are the guardians of the multiverse. Once again, Popheads, welcome to another exciting, action-packed installment of the TomCast Popcast, coming to you from the safety of a bar in this little tiny pocket dimension in the multiverse, uh, where the beer is infinite and flows for days and days and days on end. And that's the way it has to be, if the multiverse is going to get saved. My name is Tom. Thank you so much for listening to this quality, independent pop culture podcast. Please make sure you're following us on social media, TomCast Popcast on Twitter and Instagram. You can email the show, long-form content, at TomCastPopCast at gmail.com. Make sure you're liking, subscribing, and sharing the show on whatever platform you choose. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Google Play, Pandora, Audible, Amazon, so many, many more. And we thank you so much for doing that. We are excited you're here. This is a long, uh, an episode long coming. Uh, we spent a lot of time leading, uh, I guess leading up to sounds incorrect. But we spent a lot of time in the week to week going through each episode of Marvel's What If on Disney Plus, and then I went on vacation, and we were able, unable to cover the final four episodes, and that's what we're doing right now. So for anybody who maybe fell behind on the series, or perhaps you've just been waiting for bated breath for for us to pick up where we left off with the What If series, this is the episode for you to check out right now, and we are so very excited that you're here. I'm going to link up with our good friend Reagan from the Koji podcast, and we're going to break down these four episodes. Uh, we'll see how in depth we can get because uh, you know it's been a few weeks for for Reagan to have watched all of them, so we'll see how this goes. But yeah, we're going to get into it. We got the, the Killmonger episode, we have a Frat Boy Thor episode, then we have the Ultron episode, and then we have the big finale that brings it kind of all together, brings it into the home stretch for season one of What If. And yeah, we're excited to see. Or to, to, I'm sorry, excuse me. I'm excited to talk about it with Reagan and share our thoughts with all you fine, fine people who are taking the time to listen to the podcast. And again, I thank you from the bottom of my heart for doing so. So let's get into it. Let's get into the conversation right now. I'm ready. I'm excited. And, and you cannot contain this kind of excitement. We can only share it with our good friend Reagan from the Koji podcast. Uh, that stands for Come On, It's Still Good. I didn't say that earlier. So let's go ahead and link up. You know what that means? It has to happen first. You have to sit down. You have to buckle up, hold on to your butts, and then buckle up again. Let's go. I know what this is. Loki put you up to this joke. Listen, I do not have time for his pranks today. No, 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 I, w- I wouldn't do that. My lady Jane needs me, so I'll be going. Enjoy. <laughs> We're in. Mind telling us what we're up against? All right, he's back, joining us via the power of the internet all the way from the DMV, and I'm not talking about the Department of Motor Vehicles. Reagan 
from the Coas G podcast. Come on, it's still good. How are you doing, sir? Good. Uh, greetings, programs. <laughs> there it is. There it is. You almost forgot. <laughs> almost. And I was like, wait, no, I'm fancy on this show. <laughs> Pinky was out. Yeah. It was on point. <laughs> Got my, my, my nice hot cup of tea. Ready to go. Reagan, it's been a few weeks since you've been able to uh, bless us with your presence, grace us with your presence, if you will. What have you been up to? What's going on in the Coas G? What's going on uh, in, in your life? What's what's catching your pop culture radar? Well, my life is the Coas G pod. <laughs> we are smack dab in the middle of Hortoberfest 2, the Hortobering. And we just released Pandorum this week, which is a super fun movie mm-hmm. that if you haven't watched, go watch it. It has Dennis Quaid and Ben Foster in it. It's fantastic. It's great. Yeah, that was an underrated movie. I, I think I think I watched that with you the first time. I think we, we loved, did, yeah. We loved it. Super yeah, impressed with that good one. Time, good times. Also, you know, End of Titans, End <laughs> of Doom Patrol, um, episode behind on The Walking Dead. I'm very behind on The Walking Dead right now. But they just had their, their mid-season yeah. finale that I haven't watched yet. But it must have not been very good because it has not been on the internet. Uh, my friends who are who are current said they've they've been enjoying. So I am looking forward to getting caught up at some point soon. Did you watch their Halloween episode? No, I'm I'm way behind. Oh, uh, okay. Right. I don't want to spoil it for you. Yeah, it's not good. It's not good. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've been trying to get caught up on things, and I was texting you because um, on, on, when we were coming back from vacation on our flight home, I had downloaded a bunch of episodes from that show Manifest. It's on Netflix now that people yeah. are enjoying. And uh, so I've kind of gotten wrapped up in that whole show, and um, I'm not 100% in on it, but I'm enjoying it. What about, did you pick up Squid Game like everybody else in the country? No, I want to. I am I have a lot on my plate right now, and as excited as I am to watch it, you know, reading subtitles requires paying attention. That is true. <laughs> my, my ear for Korean, not that good. <laughs> so I can't be I can't nope. be in the kitchen cleaning something and watching the show. That is true. So yeah, I got I got to be able to like sit down and, and focus. But I, I'm I'm ready. I've been avoiding the internet on that one. I do want to check it out. I do want to get into it. I'm very uh, curious and interested in that one. And uh, you know, it's Halloween, so a lot of Halloween movies are popping up on our radar too. Yeah, so. I've watched a ton of horror movies already. <laughs> like I, I I did just do a, a double feature of Constantine, ooh, and Hellboy Two: The Golden Art. Look at the, the Golden Army. Golden Army. That's the yeah, one. yeah. Fucking great double feature. Those are nice. <laughs> that have man. nothing to do with each other. <laughs> now they're unique visually. How about that? Yeah, yeah. They're they're both super fun movies. Yeah, Constantine's a, that's a really enjoyable flick. Um, especially when you look back, at, I don't know. It's just kind of fun to go back to some of those older Keanu movies, and 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 look at them now through a little, like slightly different John Wick lens, maybe. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, oh yeah, Keanu knew what he was doing in this one. Everyone is super enjoyable in that movie. Even uh, Shia LaBeouf. I knew you were going to say Shia LaBeouf. He's, well, I mean, he's the easiest target to really kick. <laughs> right. And and he's fine in this movie for what he does. He's basically playing the same character he plays in iRobot. <laughs> I forgot he's even in that. <laughs> yeah. he, he's just bas- he just drives a cab in one movie. <laughs> he has a basketball in the other. But unfortunately for you, not a Johnny Cab, because we know how, how what a fan you are of those. How dare you? How dare you? It's all I said was that Johnny Cab had shark teeth. That's <laughs> that is a truth fact. That is something I said, and it got taken wrong, and I don't appreciate it. Well, that's a callback to to Reagan's show. So find that in the Koji Podcast Total Recall episode. 
Check yeah, it out. Yeah, it's a total recall episode. <laughs> you'll, you'll never look at Reagan the same way again. <laughs> Face with it's, brother Ryan. <laughs> I'm honest to a fault on my podcast, and I probably shouldn't be, and I shouldn't just say whatever pops into my head. It's not helpful. You keep draining, me. keep draining those red solo cups of liquid courage, and uh, yeah, I know that's what really gets me in trouble. That's that's the real truth time. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's where truth time came from. I was gonna say that I, should be. We many. should get you like a beer glass with that etched into it. Truth time serum, right here. <laughs> yep, that's good. <laughs> You know, coming soon to the Coast Cheese store. Exactly. You know? Oh, man. I, I, I need a percentage off of that. Thank you. Yeah, I'll give you one cent <laughs> off of every Red Solo cup we sell for $40. I'll, hey, I'll take it. Whatever I can put back into the podcast, I'll take. All right, but you are here for a very important reason. Uh, before I went on vacation, you and I were, were going week to week with Marvel's What If series on Disney+. Plus. Uh, yeah. we, we We had, you know, I thought there was a lot of high points in, the, in those first, like, what was it, six weeks that we did? Uh, we, we finished up with the Marvel Zombies right before I went out of town. Yeah, so that, that was five. That was five. Six. Oh, yeah, that sounds right. There, there were only nine, nine episodes. episodes. There were yeah. only nine episodes. Right. So the first one that we I, – I guess we'll try to go in order. But, you know, I know knowing how we do okay. it on this show, we, we will jump around. <laughs> jump up, jump up, and get oh, down. You, <laughs> I'm the cream of the crop. Oh, yeah, there it is. I rise to the top. Yeah. I well, never eat a pig because a pig is a cop. And we'll stop there. I'm not going to do the rest of the song. I'm not doing the rest. I but you can. Don't worry. But you can. And I vouch for him that, yes, Reagan can do the rest of the song. But love House of Pain. So the next episode is, uh, and again, I don't have the titles in front of me right now, but it's the Killmonger episode where it's it's kill, Eric Killmonger, Killmonger. Rescue Tony Stark. Becomes everybody's best friend except Pepper Potts, basically. And then and betrays all of them, kills them, and becomes, I don't know, A number one, the Duke. The Duke of New York. I guess he gets kind of rules stuff. Yeah, or, uh, no, he takes over Wakanda. He, ta- he takes over everything. Yeah. I mean, it's it's sort of interesting in, the, in that his befriending of Tony Stark. He rescues Tony Stark at the beginning of like Iron Man One, basically when when uh, they're attacked by the Ten Rings. It's Killmonger that swoops in, saves the day. So Tony never becomes Iron Man. Uh, he becomes friends with Eric. Killmonger brings him into the, into the fold, into the circle of trust, and and Eric sort of manipulates him into building stuff for him and then eventually betrays him and kills him. And it's, yep. it's, it's still, but, and then it's sort of, it's just, it's just a bigger version of, of his plot for Black Panther, right? Cause he, it, it's all about getting to Wakanda, taking over Wakanda, taking over Wakanda. ruling yeah. Wakanda. Yeah. He just shows up Wakanda with a bunch of, uh, the drones from Iron Man too. It's a really, I, I thought an overly complicated plot to do, achieve something that, that seemed to be relatively simple. <laughs> Because everyone just believes Eric about everything, and I didn't understand why uh-huh. they trusted him all the time. He's in the military. He's immediately trusted. He looks good. He, he cut, does. He's a nice figure in that in that military uniform. I, I mean, I get it. He's an attractive man, and you know, you get Michael B. Jordan to come back, be the be the to do the voice. It, it's an enjoyable episode. I guess it's enjoyable enough. I just felt like the plot was overly complicated for the same thing I saw in Black oh, Panther. I, it absolutely was. <laughs> and. And listen, I think at this point in the, in the, in the in the in the run of the show, you have to ask yourself this question: Why is every episode of this show so far based on killing all the Avengers? <laughs> like, they have to be dead in every episode, basically. 
It's fun. <laughs> they didn't get to do it in a lot of the movies. I mean, Iron Man in particular, I, I, and I sort of wonder if that's because, like, you know, RDJ is not there, so let's just blow up a Tony Stark. Let, let's, let's see how many how many different ways we can kill him. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of what it felt I mean, like. Th- it was better when they killed him with the the virus, and what was that episode two? Yeah, yeah it was like or you know him. when they injected uh, Ant Man. Right, 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 right. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I mean, there's a lot of neat things in this. I liked sort of bringing in, um, uh, 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 jeez, oh, I don't even have. <laughs> oh, I've I wanted to call him. I wanted to call him uh, uh, by his real name. I want to say Andy Circus, but now I can't. I can't, I can't remember. It's, it's uh, oh, it's um, claw one arm. Ulysses, yeah, yeah. Ulysses Claw. My, excuse me, forgive me for that. I liked incorporating that in the elements from from like a little bit of Avengers two in there, and then. Because you know you tie him into when he has the vibranium that they need for building Ultron. It, it again, it, it connects in some fun ways. But overall, I thought the story was kind of. I, I thought it was a fairly boring episode, honestly. It was like, oh, yeah. Erickson, now he's gonna be, he's gonna befriend this person and then betray this person and just kind of work his way up the food chain. And I was a little yeah, bored with it. I, I was waiting for the other shoe to drop for someone to like try and stop him at some point. <laughs> like like someone we weren't expecting. Mm-hmm. So, something to really make it what if, or, or you know, really turn it on its head, and it just doesn't really happen. Yeah, I, and this is sort of like the, the weird comic book brain that I have. I remember Killmonger from the comic books, and he's like kind of like a C level villain. <laughs> he's now, really good at Black Panther. Oh, he's great in Ban- Black Panther, a hundred percent. And Michael B. Jordan is, is incredible, and I, I love what they do with the character. But it's still so weird for me to watch that episode and be like. So you're insinuating that the sea level character could take over the entire Marvel universe right now. That's what you're mm-hmm. telling me, and the answer yep. is yes, yes he can. Because <laughs> I mean, he, he he shoots the child in the head. I mean, like, there's some crazy stuff in that episode, but at the same time, I was fairly bored watching it. Yeah, I thought he was gonna get like his own Iron Man armor made out of vibranium. Yeah, and he was gonna become like. Iron and Black Panther. You know, like Ironmonger, or, or, well, that's already a guy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, you get what I'm saying. Like, right. it would just be his outfit, but Iron Man suity. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, Tony would still invent that technology just for him instead to actually be his bodyguard. Right. And then he'd get the suit, he'd kill Tony, and then he'd go. I thought it was interesting, like, the, the references they were making to, to Gundam when when yeah. when Killmonger's showing him his designs that he was working on when he was at, like, MIT or whatever. <laughs> and I was like, "Wait, why are we referencing Gundam in this? This is weird. Is, is, does Disney own Gundam too now? Probably. Yeah, I mean, they own everything, right? What's the yeah. difference? It's like they don't own Transformers yet, so they can't say it looks like a Transformer. Keyword there was yet. Yeah, give it time. Give it time. Uh, yeah. I mean, by and large, this episode it wasn't my favorite. It's it was fine. I was a little bored. Like I said, everyone's just very trusting of Killmonger, which I didn't really buy. Uh, other than Pepper Potts, Pepper's the only one raising questions. I think and they Shuri, would trust him Shuri because was... we just, you know, we're burdened with knowledge at this point. We are burdened with knowledge, and uh, I, <laughs> as you bring that up, uh, the other thing I was going to say is because because Shuri's the other character who's, who who questions Killmonger, but now I question her in real life because that actress has come out as like this crazy anti-vax person and apparently has had production shut down because of the COVID yeah. issues, and now I'm like, you need to stop it. <laughs> I know too much. Oh uh, no! Uh, I mean, just have you read about any of the Kyrie Irving basketball stuff? Oh my gosh! I don't. I, I had to stop at a certain point with him. It's it's 
Brooklyn maybe get up and applaud because they're like, hey, you're not going to write your own narrative. You're not playing for us until you get one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Enjoy your season off. <laughs> it's crazy talk. It's crazy Go talk. Wiz. Sorry. Go Wiz. Nobody beats the Wiz except right. everyone beats the Wiz. How dare you? <laughs> I, I don't know how much I have to say about that episode. It, it kind of, and it also it does that thing where it kind of ends without really ending. You know, it's like Pepper and, and Sherry are teaming up to stop him, but that's kind of the end of the episode. Yeah. And they're like, we're going to stop him. Cut credits. Okay. Yeah. And they're like, don't you want to watch the next one of that? And I was like, eh, I guess. Like, if it was there, I'd watch it. But, <laughs> but like, you know, you could tell, like, I've already just pushed this episode really out of my mind. Because it was one of the weaker ones that came mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. And it, it's on the heels of the zombie episode. Mm-hmm. So for, you know. Yeah, no, I, I definitely agree with that. There's there's things to like about it. It just for me, it just doesn't kind of come together. It, it's a little there's there's a lot of uh, stuff that we kind of have to take on trust. Like oh sure yes of course these people would all trust him why wouldn't they? It's like, yeah, ah. he hasn't done anything yet. Maybe I'm just a cynical bastard. I don't know. I don't give my trust <laughs> out like that, Reagan. You do. <laughs> I don't think that's true at all. <laughs> you trust everybody. Oh, man. All right, oh, does that mean you're going to betray me in a minute? Mm-hmm. Steel chair to the back of the head? That's right. Steel chair. Slapjack. <laughs> Do they still use a slapjack in professional wrestling? I haven't seen anybody use a slapjack in a long, long time. <laughs> Not since they they use a lot of guitars, but no one says slap nuts. <laughs> That's a deep Jeff Jarrett cut right there for you people at home. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Everyone just turned off the podcast. They're like, the Jeff Jarrett reference? Nope. No one cares about Jeff Jarrett. Nope, that's that's true. So the next episode in our in our, our catching up on What If uh, is is What If Thor was an only child, uh, a.k.a. frat boy Thor. Yep. Again, I really didn't like this episode, but you are a fan. I thought it was fun. I did you think they drew him like a Disney prince? Kinda, yeah. Yeah, I was really into it. I was like, oh, this is fun. This is a lighthearted, like, like junk episode. Captain, like, it was like Bugs Bunny and Daffy Duck, kind of. Kind of. With I mean, him and Captain Marvel. Yeah, their, their insane power levels and their their fights, I thought, were were the, the fun part of the episode. It was sort of like the, the, the party boy thing that I didn't care for. I got kind of bored with fairly quickly. It goes on a little too long, but I, I enjoy it. I enjoy their stupid tattoos they get. <laughs> There's, I like the sort of lighter sense of humor, especially because most of the season of the show was kind of heavy with just yeah. characters getting murdered all the time. So yeah, I, I, I appreciate the, the comedy effort. And you know and how I feel this, about Hemsworth. This is when Marcy becomes Mrs. The Duck. Mrs. The Duck, yeah. She marries <laughs> Howard the Duck because everyone's partying in Vegas. Things are getting crazy. All these aliens are invading. And this is all stuff that predates the first Thor movie. So no one knows about the aliens even yet at this point. A big tall blue Loki shows up. Yeah, yeah, King of the Frost Giants, or at least Prince yeah. of the Frost Giants. And he's probably running the show there. He's probably very happy. No, and there's always like this fun uh, camaraderie and chemistry between Hiddleston and Hemsworth. So it's nice to have them on screen together, even if they, even if they're just doing animated voices. It like, still they, comes off. Yeah, as... their rapport is so so on point. Like it's just so good. It's so natural. That you, you, I guess that there's things you delight in this episode. I just, I, I think maybe if it was, I don't know, eight ish, nine ish minutes shorter, I would have liked it more. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, they're they're really trying to drive the point home about Captain Marvel being like this this awesome super powered person, 
And she didn't really do that much. I mean, you know, like the 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 plot basically boils down to Colleen she Thor's mom. She called his mom. She called his mom. Yeah, yeah. she called his mom. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, Captain Marvel, kind of a letdown. You, you just ratted someone's tattled on their to their mom. All right. Wait, wait, no, was it Captain Marvel though, or was it Jane? It was Jane who who tattled. Did Jane call? Oh, Jane did call his mom. All yeah. Right. So okay, she does nothing. <laughs> yeah. I wanted when he put the the hammer on her chest. Yeah, I wanted her to just pick it up and be like, "Yeah, bitch, she worthy." <laughs> See, that would have been great. Yeah, that, that would have been, been awesome. Yeah, especially yeah, exactly because of what you're what saying. If, what does it matter? <laughs> what does it? Well, what does it matter? That's next season. <laughs> We're just gonna do weird shit. What does it matter? I'd be okay with that. Yeah, it would have been an awesome thing. It would have surprised him, and then they would have had a you know a little longer cool fight. Yeah, I, 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 again, I, I think this one maybe I would have liked it more if it were a bit shorter. If they tightened up a bit more, and if it didn't result to, uh, a, you know, it became like what, like risky business at the end where he has to put the world back together again before his mom shows up. <laughs> yeah, it become risky business or like Ferris Bueller's Day Off or you know. We... Well, I mean, the only thing we're missing from this episode was if like a pimp had stolen all of Earth's stuff and he had to go to the space pimp and get it back. Yeah. That's true. Then, then it's risky business for sure. <laughs> Next season. I'm not going to lie. Actually, I just talked myself into a, a Thor version of risky business. It could be fun. <laughs> yeah. Of course it could. Hey, and then how this this episode ends with Ultron, right? This is when uh, yeah, the Ultron breaches through the multiverse in this one, and we're we're like, what? <laughs> yeah. And so we get, actually get like our our kind of like first legitimate cliffhanger that's going to sort of pay out in the next episode. Yeah. Episode I eight. didn't. I didn't know if it was going to pan out, and I was like, "You can't just end an episode like that." That was so weird. That was the that first way. one where I was like, "I was like, that one's going to connect, right? Like that one's got to connect, right? <laughs> that that one's just like too many questions." <laughs> I rewound. I was like, "I had to miss something in this episode where fucking Ultron's in the background somewhere or something collecting stones. I don't know." I, I think what I liked most about that episode was I did just the, the sheer number of random Marvel characters that sort of popped up in the background of things. In the party, yeah. You know, they, they, they found an interesting use for a lot of characters. It, it, you know, I don't think you're wrong. I think it's fun. I just think it's a tad long, and it's it just, just drawn out. Yeah. They, I mean, the, the whole party scene was just to get those random, like, the gold people from Guardians 2. Right, right. Um, you know, all the million different cameos and... And a lot of people came back to do those voices, too. They really do. Though, again, an episode that features Captain Marvel so prominently, to not have Brie Larson for some reason kind of sticks out a little bit. She's busy. I get it. She's filming the new <laughs> things, but, I mean, it's Marvel. Yeah. Like, I feel like they're like, sit down for five minutes and read these lines, please. Yeah, you think, because isn't she doing, like, Captain Marvel 2? Here's another million dollars. Like, right dollars. now? Here's another like, million dollars. Do, isn't do she this. doing the show, too? Uh, yeah, uh, I think she's supposed to, the rumors, uh, again, you take the rumors of the grain of salt, she, that she will cameo in the Miss Marvel show. But, yeah, they're doing the Marvel's movie right now. Yeah, yeah. But, again, you, you just, like, here's a check. Here's a microphone. Just talk into it like this. And, uh, Disney apparently doesn't like giving out checks. You got to... <laughs> Gotta have a talk with them first. <laughs> actually, we should pause right here because this is actually a good time to kind of connect back to what we talked about a few weeks. Oh, God, a couple months ago when it first came up, you and I talked about about ScarJo suing mm -hmm. Disney. That's been settled now. ScarJo got some yeah. cashola. Good for her. Heck yeah. And you know, hopefully feelings aren't hurt. And if she wants to come back through this multiverse thing, 
I mean, we, we haven't got to it in this episode, but where they bring a widow to a team who lost their widow. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, they could just do that shit for the movie if they want. I guess, you know, I was going to ask you, you hadn't gotten there yet, but I was, I was going to yeah. ask that's a bit of foreshadowing. But yeah, I am curious if, if there was a discussion like, hey, listen, we're, we're going to, you know, obviously everything was private. We don't know. We all assume she's getting some big money from Disney because they have all the money. Yeah. And, and you know, maybe there's like a sort of like a handshake agreement like, hey, maybe down the road we can have a conversation about you coming back and doing more. What if they decide not to bring her back, but they bring Lake Bell back as Widow <laughs> moving forward? I feel like that is a slap in the face. <laughs> oh, I mean, I think we talked about it too at the end of uh, at the end of the Black Widow movie. You know how maybe mm-hmm. they're just gonna move ahead with Yelena's character instead, yeah, as the new Black as Widow, the new... which seems to make a, a, a bunch of sense. But you know, people like ScarJo. Yeah, but now they can bring Lake Bell back and just be like, "Yeah, you do the actual Russian accent the whole time." Well, again, if you're doing the Multiverse of Madness, and like you said, yeah. like this, like are the next two episodes of What If we will talk about. Kind of, yeah. kind of hint at like, it's not uh, unreasonable to think that that she'll like backdoor her way back into the MCU. Yeah. All right. Well, since we're talking about the multiverse, real quick, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Edward Norton's Hulk is that this universe or is that another universe? I, well, I think now with the inclusion of the, of the Abomination, I think that sort of implies that it's our universe. Okay, so it was, you know. Um, it is considered part of the MCU. It is, it is, but it's not Norton. It's now what is his name? For fuck's sakes, <laughs> Eric Bana. No, not Eric. Bana. <laughs> <laughs> God damn you! <laughs> I thought you were talking about the Ruffalo, best of the Mark Hulk. Ruffalo. I thought you were talking about the best of the Hulk movies. Oh no, false! I'll take Ed Norton I mean, any, any day. Yeah, the, the Norton one's much, much better. Yeah, even though I love Eric Bana, but yeah, that movie does not work in a lot of ways. In any way, like, yeah. isn't that the one where they make like Hulk dogs? Yeah, there's Hulk dogs, but that's actually from the comics. There were Hulk, do- Hulk dogs in the comic. <sighs> I know. Do I know. they look better than that? <laughs> Man, most things did. <laughs> that movie's got problems. Let's, let's, we're we're going to write that off, but yeah, we got Ruffalo now. He's, you know. Yeah, so, all right, so that's, Ruffalo is that story. Mm-hmm. It's not a, a different dimension. Because there could just be another abomination in this dimension. We've got multiple abominations. Dude, like, like, I mean, we may may not get to find out until Spider-Man. You, maybe that's exactly what's going on. Oh, man. what It would be so, so great to see Ed Norton come back just for that role. <laughs> so you can have two Hulks running around. And then, like, he'll become, like, Red Hulk. I don't know. Didn't, a couple years ago, didn't he, didn't he talk about like having like really hurt feelings at Marvel or something for that whole situation? Well, yeah, but he asked for more money. You don't do that. You don't do that. Unless you're Scarlett Johansson. When they, you know, take money out of your pocket. Right, right, right. Well, you know, it's a pandemic. Everyone was hurting, Reagan. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Disney, was, I, I heard they were on life support for a while. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, let's get to the next episode because it does kind of sort of, kind of sort of pick up where we left off. This is this is uh, what if Ultron won, and I loved this episode. Yeah, it's a really good one. It's a really good one. We're thrown into a whole new world where basically everybody's dead except Hawkeye and Black Widow, and there's How going to be these Ultron drones. Hey man, they they learned a lot from a uh, from Budapest. Uh huh. They all live <laughs> Captain America. Mm-hmm. Hawkeye has a robot arm. It's scary. I know that's really cool. <laughs> Um, this was a really good one because I think this is sort of more of what I wanted from Age of Ultron 
than the Age of Ultron movie gave me. Like this is like Ultron as like a total unstoppable total force and a badass. Yeah, and, and unfortunately, like Spader didn't come back to do this, but that would have been incredible if he did. Oh, it's I would have lost my mind. I'm yeah. like, yeah, but the guy, I love Spader as Ultron. The guy they got not too bad though. He had the right creep factor to him. I really dug it. Thought this episode was rock solid. Good time. Uh, and then, sort of the progression of it, as as Ultron, you know, goes through the universe, conquers everything, kills everything to bring about ultimate peace by eliminating life. Okay, I did have a question about that because you see him taking out Xandar. Yeah, but you see him get the stones from Thanos <laughs> after he cuts Thanos in half. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he cuts Thanos. Hey, we'll skip that. That's fine. I'm I'm good there. The math adds up. But, we know that Thanos gets the power stone from Xandar when he decimates it. Sure. Why is it still there? That's a great question. I wish you had uh, asked me that before we recorded because then I would have got an answer for you. <laughs> I could have rewatched the episode and stumped him. made it work. <laughs> in the meantime. Sorry, get back to me in future weeks. Yeah, Sorry. I'm going to have to do some homework and send you, send you a text later. <laughs> maybe maybe he didn't lay waste the whole planet and he just got in that safe and took it. Oh, well, I mean. It, um, well, he doesn't so, go to Xandar after he takes the takes the stones. Ultron gives the Xandar. first stone and then he gets one from Thor. He gets a Tesseract from Thor and Loki. I thought. I thought Thor. I thought Thanos showed up with all the stones, and he just kills Thanos and takes them. Yeah, yeah, but that's where Thanos got the. Yeah, but yeah, because Thanos but, is showing up to get the Mind Stone. But Thanos, but, but he got it from Xandar. Thanos doesn't have to go to Xandar because the the no one ever went and took it to Xandar in the first place. Oh. Wait, you're saying Quill still didn't do it in this universe? No, probably not. All right, I'll take it. It sounds lazy, but you know. Well, again, like you know, they're they're kind of giving giving us highlights that we recognize, beats we recognize. Thanos yeah. porting into Earth like he's gonna take shit over and snap his fingers, finding Ultron instead, who just slices him in half and takes all the stones. I guess they don't get that till after the Guardians defeat Ronan. Right, but you're also you're also thinking along the same lines as like this. Mar- this this is a, the, an exact replica of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, right. and, and clearly oh. things have changed. All right, I'll let it go. It's just something <laughs> that shot out at me. I was like, wait a minute. From what I know. Yeah, I think you're being a little, you know, you got to give it some wiggle room. Don't be so, don't be so literal. Don't be like Drax. <laughs> Nothing goes over my head. Nope, you would reach up and catch it. <laughs> catch it. <laughs> Actually, if you stop moving, you, I think you're trying to go invisible. <laughs> don't, don't eat those chips. Don't do it. I was about to grab a jelly bean. I was like, no one wants to hear me chew jelly beans on the podcast. <laughs> no, we sure don't. <laughs> but I was very still, almost invisible. But this ep- again, I like this episode a lot. It's really fun to watch Than- or, uh, Ultron basically kill everybody. Yes. I- this is the one time where I was like, the-, the killing was justified because it was so quick. Like, it's th- there's no messing around. He just kills yeah. them. Again, he just slices Thanos in half. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I was just like fascinating murder, <laughs> <laughs> and it's great. And then, uh, you know, it seems like he's won, and like, is this all there is? And then he perceives the Watcher, and it changes everything. As now Ultron starts murdering everyone across the multiverse, and it's awesome. And this is when he has the fight with the Watcher, right? This is yeah, 
Yeah. And and he becomes real big, like planet size. Yeah, he gets And I, I was powers. talking to my wife and like I got distracted for a second, came back and saw this big like planet shaped or you know, sized guy and I was like, Wait, did they just introduce Galactus just like that? Apparently. And like I had to rewind it. I couldn't <laughs> see who it was, you know, it's just out of the corner of my eye. And I was like, How dare they try and reveal something like that? No, apparently that quickly in the MCU. But now I was like, oh no, it's just Ultron real big. Ultron real big. Apparently he knows how to use those stones in, in way better ways than Thanos ever did. Also, animation budgets a little different than yeah, films. Yeah. Also Thanos, you know, no vision. <laughs> exactly. We, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Come on. You can't convince like, people to snap a good idea. my fingers. Like you can do so many more things faster than snap your fingers. You can be like, <laughs> I just hold my one finger up and you're all dead. Like you only need to snap. Just show them the finger. <laughs> Granted, it's not visually stimulating in a movie. There's a there's next season's what if? What if Thanos showed him the finger? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but this episode ends on a cliffhanger as well. Head to, heading right into our season finale. Uh, uh, the the Watcher, now kind of like on the run from Ultron, uh, has to do the unthinkable. He has to uh, break his vow to only watch, to not interfere. Uh, that's a big deal, but it does happen in the comics. It's been known yeah. to occur. Yeah, and he goes finds uh, Doctor Strange. He finds Doctor Strange. In his little dimension. In, in, in the, uh, yeah, the, the multiverse of sadness that Doctor yeah. Strange who has, still has all those creatures in him and all those weird powers he has absorbed trying to trying to break time in his in his reality. Uh, they team up and they're going to form the Guardians of the Multiverse. And this is where I have to pause, acknowledge Reagan for calling it like in week one that this was all going somewhere. That's I right. didn't believe it. I was like, no, they're all going to be like these like self-contained stories. And uh, no, we're so lucky you were out of the country because the victory lap <laughs> I took in my kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God no one was there. <laughs> No, it was the first thing that came to me. I was like, shit, Reagan nailed it. <laughs> so good on you. Congratulations. I hope you enjoyed that victory lap. Hope I you did. drank a beer uh, that I, I will say I paid for and, you know, yeah. won't. Yeah, it was just like the end of Miracle. <laughs> just like that. That's what it was like. Like you're Kurt Russell in the hallway, just like shaking your fists. And yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Got to go watch that movie. That's fantastic. Hockey season started tonight. Or last night, I guess, technically. Yeah, the Caps played tonight, right? That's the way we're recording this. I think they play tonight or tomorrow. Uh, it's on in the other room. Mm. <laughs> I'm taping it. <laughs> we look up the score. I already, 18 I, to nothing. I already know the score after the first, oh. first period. Don't worry. <laughs> it's, it's game one. I'm not that worried about not yeah. knowing the results. <laughs> <laughs> everything's riding on tonight yeah, there's, there's 81 more of these to go I'll be fine <laughs> but yeah so this brings our, our all of our heroes you have frat boy Thor you have Captain Carter uh, Doctor Strange we get Killmonger in this one uh, uh, surprisingly too is, is um, Gamora Gamora who supposedly was supposed to have her own episode yeah which is why which it's not 10 to, episodes because yeah. like, yeah, she has Thanos' armor on mm-hmm she has Thanos' sword. Mm-hmm. And then, like, Tony's in, like, this weird Hulkbuster armor. Yeah. Talk, still talking about wanting to put a suit of armor around the world. And right. I was like, man, you got to get a new song, bro. <laughs> but, yeah, apparently that is, like, the one episode we didn't get this season. Uh, yeah. and, and the reason why is, is eluding me. I forget if it was a, a time constraint thing or something like that. But they're like, ah, we'll just, you know, put her in it and let people kind of fill in the blanks. But, yeah, apparently that was supposed to be an episode before. 
uh, with Gamora and sort of explain this new version of the Guardians with her and, and Tony and, and whatnot. Uh, we also get Star-Lord T'Challa back. You know, mm-hmm. Chadwick Boseman, all over this season of the show, and, and uh, so delightful to, to keep hearing his voice yeah, throughout the season. A, such a nice thing. Such yeah. a nice thing. And, and you know, it, it, eventually we're going to, you know, I'm pretty sure we're out. Yeah, I think, now, I think of this now, is it. Of Chadwick in the universe. I didn't know if he had anything in the can for Black Panther two. I don't, you know, I don't know if they might try to use some. If some they do, B-roll. I want it to be kept a surprise. Yeah. Honestly, like don't put it in the trailer or anything. Yeah, I, I don't know if there's any any kind of like B-roll make me cry in the theater. The... That's what I'm looking forward <laughs> to. Okay. You know, yeah, I, you know, obviously they're keeping it under under wraps. What they're what they're going to do on that front. Um, so we don't know if they're going to do like a like a Carrie Fisher sort of thing where they incorporate footage, unused mm. footage from the second movie into the third one. Who knows. We'll, we'll yeah. be surprised though. We'll see. But but uh, who else am I forgetting from the from this grouping? Uh, Clint and uh, Natasha. And Natasha. No, Clint Clint dies in his episode in the episode before. You remember he sacrificed. Oh yeah, himself. he has that, that great sacrifice. Yeah. we didn't talk about where he takes out like four hundred drones. Yeah, and it's awesome. Yeah, and the, and the whole thing with Zola. We and then over Zola that. comes back. Uh, we, we skipped. Over yeah, we Zola skipped stuff. over that, which was awesome. Yeah. No, the, the, these last two episodes I think are really good. Uh, and really, really enjoyable, and so many fun elements. This this Guardians of the Multiverse angle, and I, I, I loved it. I was so delighted with this episode. It was so much fun. The battles were so intense, so cool. Uh, again, Ultron. It, it's so fun to watch him just kind of shrug things off, <laughs> yeah. and just like sort of react to things that are unexpected, like when they drop all the zombies on him. <laughs> I, I loved it. I, I was a little upset they didn't bring like Spider Man in from the zombie universe. Or Paul Rudd head in a jar. <laughs> There's only so much budget to go around. All right, well, I mean, have two ch- two T'Challas, <laughs> have one leg T'Challa and, and Guardi or uh, Star Lord T'Challa. You, you know, it, it was funny though watching when, they, when that, at the end of the episode when they go back to you see T'Challa rescuing Quill from from yeah. uh, from uh, from his dad Ego from Ego. Yeah. yeah, it was great. I like I sort of like these little these little epilogues they gave each of those characters at the end of the episode. Uh, I, again, I don't know. I don't know if I have like too many specifics I want to get into. It's just a great battle episode, you know, yeah, super cosmic level powered battles. Uh, Doctor Strange enchanting all the characters so they can take more punishment from Ultron, so that it makes sense. And then, yeah, surprise, surprise, Killmonger's betrayal. But the Watcher knew. But the Watcher he knew the betrayal it was part of the plan. But that was nice because I'm sitting there watching the episode and I was like. Isn't Killmonger just going to betray them at some point? Like, aren't we kind of seeing like him off in the shadows doing his own thing, anyways? Yeah, as soon as he saw Thor with one of those, uh, you know, bot heads, he was <laughs> yes. like, "Oh, I'm going to start playing with that." I was like, "Don't let him play with that. Nothing good's going to happen there, man." Well, now you know it's funny because we didn't talk about it on the, on the Killmonger episode, but I wanted to go. I, I I don't remember this from Black Panther, and maybe you do, but do they even talk about Killmonger having some kind of interest in cybernetics and, and robot technology? No, yeah, not that I remember. That version of, of Killmonger is very tech savvy. You know, he's like designing those. Is he Gundams. like that in the comics or? N- no, not really. Uh, okay, I didn't know if that was like more of a comic book thing. No, unless they've, and, and I suspect they've probably retconned him since Michael B. Jordan's performance in Black Panther. So he's probably yeah. more in line with the film version of the character now, anyways. Yeah. yeah. Well, especially because he's playing him. You know, he's back. Why? Why change the character that much? Right, but yeah, but I don't even remember him going to MIT before this. I the show. That's what I was trying to think to think back to, and I, I I think I need to rewatch. 
I mean, I definitely need to rewatch Black Panther. It's a great flick, but I'd, I'd like to see that part where they kind yeah. of introduce that character and and sort of give you all that that exposition about who he is and stuff like that. Because maybe I missed something that was in there, or they just incorporated it because they knew where they were going and they wanted it to be this. Yeah, they wanted to get all those Stark drones. <laughs> yeah, into Wakanda. Yeah, and they wanted him to figure out a way to like get Ultron's armor and get the stones. And then you're like, oh, Killmonger has the stones now, and he's killed how many people already? This could be interesting. <laughs> what I thought was going to happen is he was going to be fiddling with that that drone and turn it on, and then Ultron was just going to know where it is because that drone got turned on. Yeah, I wasn't quite and show sure. up. I wasn't quite sure where they were going to go with that. I thought I, I but again, I liked it. It 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 kept the Killmonger character true. It it and again having Strange and and Watcher talk about it, how that was part of the plan, knowing that Killmonger would do that. I was like, okay. So they're paying attention to what they're doing here. Yeah. You know, yeah. We, we weren't being led around the, butt of the nose, and all of a sudden Killmonger's being, like, super heroic for no good, real good reason. Well, I mean, he could have been heroic because the entire universe was dying. I mean, how many times... Multiple universes were dying. How many times did I watch that guy kill T'Challa? Come on. Uh, <laughs> yeah, twice, apparently. <laughs> I was worried he was going to do it a third time. Yeah. yeah. But then, then, and then the... He gets... They get trapped... Uh, T'Challa and, and him get trapped in, like, that little pocket dimension right or like that yeah and they're just fighting over the stones it's zola oh, it's it's right it's zola and, and yeah, it's... killmonger not not t'challa yeah because also like well, you're gonna trust zola like that's insane yes yeah, so we didn't talk about black widow just shooting his legs out as soon as he gets into an ultron drone yeah no we didn't get into like a lot of specifics we're just yeah. doing like the I mean, that was strokes. awesome when they're like we don't trust you man you are a villain like we're we're smart no no the, i love these last two episodes. They are full of all the fantastic things you love about the MCU. So, like, they totally deliver. Even though my interest had waned in the two episodes prior, th- these two got me back on track. I was all in on yeah. these. And then the, the, I thought that season finale was awesome. So very I'm, strong. I'm very curious. How do, you, how do you rate the season overall? Like, out of ten, what would you say? Like an eight? I think an eight's where I feel, too. It's like, like you said, like, the party Thor and the Killmonger and... I wasn't crazy about the the murderous Pym episode, episode two. That's not my favorite, but uh, episode two, no. But wait, wasn't episode two Wakanda or not Wakanda? Um, oh, it might have been Star Lord. So, Star Lord. Yeah, Star Lord. Pym might have been three. Yeah, so three, and then I wasn't crazy about the Doctor Strange one, the first half of it. Yeah. Yeah, that was a fairly emotional episode, but uh, yeah, it, yeah. It, like I, I feel like we sort of knew that it was never going to work. So it, it was sort of yeah. like, like kind of kind of painful to watch him just fail over and over and over again. But yeah, I think it, it's about on point. I mean, yeah, but it's a, it's a very and it ends on such a a super strong note, really strong note for sure. What what would you like to see them do in a season two? You know, it, we're, we're again we're starting we're, these next few months. We're getting introduced to some whole new aspects of the Marvel Cinematic right. Universe. Right, we're getting new care, but we don't you know, know. Shang Chi stuff, some Eternal stuff, more Spider Man stuff, maybe because we'll have a whole new thing with Spider Man going on in a multiverse happening. Well, it's I'd, I'd like more Guardian stuff, mm-hmm. like um, maybe get that Gamora episode, right? On. Or like a, a Thelma and Louise type episode with Gamora and Nebula. <laughs> You know, like, like a lighthearted episode is all I meant. I don't think someone the Wii's is the real, <laughs> ba- you know, basis for my story. But you get what I'm saying. The, the word is that season two will be more lighthearted and maybe less Avengers getting murdered every episode. Yeah. Well, I, I don't need, we don't have to have the Avengers in every episode. 
Yeah, I would be okay with following some of the smaller characters around and seeing how something that they do impacts the multiverse in a way that's sort of unexpected. Yeah. Like, uh, what if Ned became Green Goblin? Look at you. Look at you. Mm. You want to go there, huh? I don't. I don't want that to happen at all. (laughs) (laughs) What if if Ned became Hobgoblin? No, that makes me sad as well. (laughs) (laughs) What if Ned was just happy? There, now I'm happy. You know, it's just, I'm just so curious about, like, how much do the, you know, obviously animation is a slow process. It takes time to do animation and get all the voice work done, put these shows together. I wonder how much information the 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 show creators are privy to like do they know eternals do they know what's happening in spider-man do they know what's happening in doctor strange so they can kind of like plot out their next season to play with Mm, probably not i mean listen that seems like too many people knowing it's it does but i mean like i would imagine these ndas that marvel and disney have on people i gotta be pretty harsh because like you rarely hear a leak from anybody thank goodness like i never want to hear a leak (laughs) yeah i mean they just you know I guess it doesn't count as a leak because it ended up, you know, James Gunn confirmed it. But like when the when the news about uh, Adam Warlock broke the other day about who's playing him, oh, I didn't see that news. Oh, yeah, no, it. Um, I forget the actor's name, but James Gunn went online after the after the it came out. And he's like, he's like, I never confirm false stories, so I guess I have to confirm the true ones. <laughs> yeah, and he had, uh-huh. he had a link to like the Hollywood Reporter's story about uh, the actor who was going to be Adam Strange, and I'm going to try and pull that up for you real quick. But I, yeah, you, you need a, you need a vamp for me while I do that. Vamp, vamp, vamp. <laughs> not I'm Adam Strange. Googling TV, Adam, not Adam Strange, Strange. And Google. It's Adam Warlock. I'm misspeaking. Adam Strange is something else. Adam Warlock. What is Adam? Adam Strange is something else. <laughs> Will Poulter is the actor's name. What would I know Will Poulter from? Nothing. What good. like was he in like a Law and Order or like a CSI? Uh, he was in one of those Maze Runner things I, movies, I think. I saw. I slept through one of those, <laughs> and it made my wife furious. That you slept through one of those? Yeah, she was like, "We were supposed to watch a movie together." I was like, "I'm sorry, that was not for me." <laughs> that was all you had there, huh? Like, it was not, not my bag. Um. Oh wait, wasn't that this guy? Yeah, he was the son. We are the mill. We're the Millers. Okay, okay, okay. I have not seen that, so I, I wouldn't, I couldn't be able to, I wouldn't know that. Really, mil- I think Janine watched that on a plane. That, I think that's the only <laughs> thing I've seen. I haven't. Apparently, he was in the Revenant. <laughs> well, again, I don't think I've seen it yet. I talked about it in a past episode of the Coach G Pod, but <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the Edge episode when we talked about bears and how how much bears make for movies. <laughs> So yeah, Adam. Yeah, so the Adam Warlock rumor came out, and and James Gunn was the one to confirm it. I don't know if Marvel ever said anything official about it, but James Gunn said yes, this is true. Oh, what are they going to fire him again? <laughs> Dude, James Gunn's getting mad DC money now, so I don't think he's worried yeah, about he it. He does not care. He's like, oh, DC is in such bad shape. They'll let me do whatever. Basically, yeah, you're not wrong, sir. You're not wrong. No. I forget where I was going with that sentiment, but I mean, <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean, so like, there's a whole another slate of Marvel movies that come up before this next season of the show's done. I just wonder if they're if they're gonna dive into that, get more like Shang Chi stuff out there, get more Eternal stuff out there. I don't know. I would like it, but 
I don't think so because I think that stuff's too new. So, because with, with the stuff with Captain America and Thor, we've seen them in you know six movies each, mm-hmm. and Iron Man, so we know their stories you know backwards and forwards. But like, what if they did like, what if Justin Hammer became Iron Man? Yeah, I'm okay with that. Yeah, or, or I'm trying to think of other. What if Bucky became Red Skull? You could even do the like, what if Bucky became Captain America because they never really did that yeah. in the movies. Oh, uh, then yeah, or the TV show. Yeah, but there's a whole second season for that. Yeah, well, no, no there's a new movie. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, a new movie. That's what I meant. But they can't take it. <laughs> no, you can't take can't it. Take, you can't take can't it from Sam. It Bucky, like, it's not gonna be a good look for. No, that, that is a very bad look. The optics <laughs> on that are no boy. Bueno. Yeah, give it to him in a TV show and then take it from him in the movie. Mm-mm. Yeah, first opening scene, Sam Wilson dead. <laughs> oh, I wasn't even saying that. I was just saying he got demoted. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's worse. Yeah, I, I think demoted is worse. <laughs> oh, like at least you can have like a hero's death or something, you know. Mm-hmm. But if you get demoted down to like Lieutenant Falcon or whatever Falcon's <laughs> grade was, <laughs> Ensign Falcon, no. <laughs> Ensign Falcon to the bridge, nope, not gonna work. Well, speaking of Ensign, have you started? Did uh, that new show on Nickelodeon come out for Star Trek? I don't know. Has it? I don't know. I didn't even know it was on Nickelodeon. I thought it was a Paramount Plus thing. I was like, okay, oh, now I gotta go find it and watch uh, Prodigy. You know, I hold on. Let, hold on. Let me put a pin in that real quick. I, I will get this on the record. But uh, right. are, are we pretty good talking about about what if and, and Marvel right now? Yeah. You feel you feel Love good. It. Got it off your chest. Love it. Yeah. No uh, more no more it, speculation for season two. I would like them to do some what ifs off their television shows. Yes, I like agree. Loki, like like girl Loki, a what if with her. Mm-hmm. You know, get backstory on characters like that. Even though she'll probably be. You know, a big part. But, um... Oh, what is the rock guy's name? Korg. Korg? Yeah. Yeah. What if Korg did something? What if Korg did something? <laughs> yeah, that's that's what I want the episode to be called. I, you know, I'd like to see more with, uh, with um... Oh my gosh, I'm blanking on name. Valkyrie. I think that'd be a fun episode, yeah. too. Yeah, that'd be great, too. There's a lot of... I think there's a lot of characters that would be really interesting to dive into... If you know, maybe stop relying so much on like the bigger Avengers, and and let's get into like some of those yeah, uh, really like, really get, uh, great side characters, secondary yeah, characters. More with Rhodey. Yeah. Like he never even put the fucking suit on in the I, cartoon. I still don't even know why he showed up in the first episode of Falcon and Winter Soldier. <laughs> I'm, I'm still trying to figure out why he showed He's up. He's cool. That. That's why. <laughs> He's just. <laughs> Don Cheeto just had like a free hour. He's like, oh yeah, yeah. whatever, I'll pop by. Yeah, I'll, I'll show up. You know, write the check. <laughs> love write me some check. Che- hey man, love me some Cheeto. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Oh, you know what? That was the funny. I think that was in uh, the the Killmonger episode. I sort of loved like the retconning of of him into Iron Man One, basically as 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 mm-hmm. Rhodey. Like something about that rang so funny to me. I was like, oh shit, we're going back into Iron Man One timeline, and now it's Cheeto. That's kind of that's kind of ingenious. Kind of an really ingenious insult funny against if they Terrence Howard, and brought Terrence Howard back just for that. <laughs> Dude, but, now there, there's your next, there's your season two episode: Rhodey versus Rhodey, Terrence Howard versus Don Cheadle. Yeah, what if Terrence Howard never left? <laughs> yeah, boom. <laughs> <laughs> but one of my favorite parts of the whole season was Zombie Scarlet Witch, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like laying waste to Ultron. Yeah, and then his helmet helmet peeps up, and she's like. Oh, that's the love of my life. Yeah, that was pretty wild. And, like, 
that weird, like, confused zombie look. Yeah. And then, oh. That was good. You're right, man. Good, for, good. Glad you pointed that out. Yeah, that's one of my favorite parts of the whole thing. Just that, like, broken. Well, especially with, with what we saw, everything everything Wanda went through on, on WandaVision. I think I think it yeah. like kind of sort of dovetailed nicely into that and kind of brought it all around. I know we've seen so much pain from her. That that poor girl. <laughs> oh, but there'll be more of them coming soon. Don't worry, Doctor Strange: The Multiverse of Madness coming soon. Where they'll take all of our money. Mm-hmm. I can't give it to him fast enough. No, I know. I cannot either. <laughs> All right, so so let's move on real quick. I want to ask you a couple questions. Oh, was it about that uh, Discovery trailer that came out? I, I was. Hold on. <laughs> Slow down. Slow down. I have to ask if you have seen Venom, uh, Let There Be Carnage yet. Not yet. I asked the missus last time she was here. I was like, I'd really like to see this movie. And she was like, we just went and saw the film in theaters. We're not doing it again. Mm-hmm. So I haven't got there yet. And now I'm just hoping it shows up on a plat like Amazon where I can give them $20 I think, to, to watch at one time. I think that is unfortunately I am in the same I, – I am unfortunately I think in the same position. I have uh, some real-life things going on around me that's going to make it a little difficult to, to justify going to a movie theater. I would love uh, but, it if you tried right now. That'd be hilarious to hear about. <laughs> Only if you want me to move in with you after I get divorced. <laughs> you guys looking for a roomie? <laughs> uh, yeah, you can come live here. I mean, not after seeing Venom 2, where <laughs> Rise of Carnage. Like, it's it's got to be something real special <laughs> to get a divorce over. <laughs> you you know my wife. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, is that where is that that that's the hill you want to die on? That's not the hill I want to die on, but yeah, that, that me might be either. that might be the hill she wants me to die on. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I haven't seen it yet. I'm, I'm hoping maybe it'll be like a like an early, uh, you know, Amazon twenty bucks kind of thing. Yeah. Fingers crossed, because yeah, I don't think I'm getting to the theaters anytime soon, yeah. and I'm concerned that the, the same thing may happen when the Eternals comes out. I think I can get her to see Eternals because it's a Marvel movie. Like, I talked to her in a Shang-Chi. I know, technically, Venom is a Marvel movie. Right, right. But it it's not part of the U. <laughs> so, it, it's a harder sell. You mean, and University, of Mi- you mean University of Miami, right? The U? That's right. Yeah, the U. Michael Irvin. Clinton Portis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. All right. Makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Uh, fingers crossed on that. And, and then hopefully by December, life is, is stable again. And I'll get to Spider-Man with no reservation, no no issues, no no hesitation. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, fingers crossed I can pull off the Eternals. I'll, I'll, I'll figure that one out. But I'm going to have to be sneaky. I did dodge the $20 Amazon bullet. And I did rent Snake Eyes, G.I. Joe origin story. But I'm... only for five ninety nine. dollars And uh, right. just for your listeners out there, it's not worth five ninety nine. Nope. It is. I, yeah, we haven't talked about this on the podcast. But uh, that yeah. is not a good movie. It's a huge letdown. I was very it's, bummed out. It is the worst of the three G.I. Joe movies. And that's saying something, isn't it? Yeah, and it has a lot of people that I love in it. Yeah, it. Uh, I was I was really disappointed. I, and I sat there and I watched the whole thing and was so mm-hmm. frustrated by the end. I was like, I can't believe I watched this whole thing. I should have turned it off an hour into it. Well, yeah, yeah. What, what Snake Eyes doesn't fight, really... For like an hour, you yeah. should realize as like a fan, you'd be like, something's not heading up here. But they put enough goggles around you. Yeah, I th- you know, I might have said I might have said something a- a- like th- along these lines when we were doing the the Shang Chi re- review 
about how, you know, in Shang-Chi, you're actually seeing a person fight. Yeah. Uh, in Snake Eyes, you you really don't. It's, you know, the quick cuts and, and you yeah. know, a lot of... Which, uh, insane, because they have the guy from the fucking raid in this movie. Dude, I know. They have the dude from Warrior. Both those guys, incredible fighters. <laughs> the director, not incredible director. No, not... And I, I looked him up, and he, he did another movie that I liked. That's Red? No, what did he do? I don't know, but the story's shit, too. So, I mean... Well, yeah, I, I mean... Come on. It's, I wasn't expecting anything great for that. No, but, you know, you sort of want something that sort of makes some sense. <laughs> and this is just all over the place. It's it's a you absolute know, They mess. have an Infinity Stone. They have, uh, you know, Scarlet for no real good reason. The, the Baroness is sort but of But she understand. picked up a crossbow at one point. <laughs> just like her action figure did get excited. Oh, boy. When, when the Baroness put her leather outfit on, I mean, it didn't have, the, like, the Cobra symbol on the chest. Right. Kind of a downer. <laughs> yeah, like, just own it. Come on. Yeah, or like you know when she when she leaves this movie, the fact that Destro doesn't like drive up in a pimped out car and all you see is like the back of a silver head doesn't even have to be a real actor. Nope. Just show me a silver glint, and then boom, and I'm like, oh shit, he exists. Now just waste that potential. And then give us fanboys something. Yeah, and then it's like you know Henry Golden becomes Snake Eyes that you know that we know by the end with the armor and the suit. But he still talks. He still talks. He still <laughs> like, talks. Like, what's happening? Is Snake Eyes going to talk in the next movie? Because I'm not watching that. I don't think there's going to be a next movie. Uh, I think it was such a flop it is dead. I don't know. Because I, I, I've read some stories after I, after I watched it, and, and there's some speculation that maybe the studio will be like, it was COVID's fault. <laughs> but, mm. but we'll see. Well, that's fine. And they could still have an going ass Snake Eyes. But guess what? You don't need him anymore because he's in the suit. He's he the doesn't suit. talk. Zip it. No talky talk. Get, yeah. Bring Ray Park back. <laughs> and for it could be anybody in the suit. Just someone who knows how to fight, please. Yeah. Well. Or, or also someone who knows how to direct fight scenes would also help. This direct red and R.I.P.D. Okay. So hits and misses. Hits and misses. Yeah, I got nothing else to say about that that movie though. That's no good. Yeah. But I do have to ask you because you are you are my my go to man for Star Trek. Have you watched the Dis- the Discovery season four trailer? Yeah, I did. I'm gonna need another beer. Oh boy. <sighs> what what are your thoughts on this one? Oh man, this season's gonna suck ass. <laughs> also, those uniforms look like shit. You know what though? But they look better than what they ended season three on with those gray things. Oh yeah, those were also awful. Yeah, I mean at least this, at least in the, this time they went back to like the color palette that I re- I reckon recognize. Yeah, okay, all right. So th- they made the slightest move, <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, yay! Listen, that season three of Discovery lowered the bar so much. I'm not even looking for much out of season four. Or season four. To, season, I'm sorry. Season three lowered the bar so much that season four could do the slightest thing right. I'd probably be pretty happy. Do you have any faith at all that they'll do anything right? No, and it's a real shame because, you know, I, I came around by the middle of season one. I was all in, and I really enjoyed big chunks of season two. Season two is not right. perfect by any stretch. No. But season three was such an unadulterated train wreck. And I think having season one of Picard and season three of Discovery in the same span just really hurt <laughs> as a Star Trek fan. Yeah. Yeah, 
I, I, you, I mean, you're not wrong. It was a real bummer of a year. The the high point was was definitely uh, Lower Decks, the animated series. Absolutely. Although, speaking of Star Trek Discovery and Picard, I've been reading a lot lately. <laughs> and I saw that they had two tie-in books to season one of Star Trek Picard. I read both of them. Oh, my. Oh. I read the comic book prequel. Um, that sort of set up his relationship with the Romulans, uh, but uh, I don't know about these tie-in books. No, no good. Some, huh? some of it's really fun and good stuff. Like the Geordi stuff's good. Like you find out what he was doing and where you know they they put Worf in command of the Enterprise. As one but, does. Well, yeah, of course you're gonna put Worf in in charge. Like he's the only guy left holding the bag after Picard leaves the Enterprise. No one's left. He's not putting Beverly in charge. But they, they don't really have any conversations with Worf. And I was like, that's disappointing. <laughs> and then that's the second book's like Riker and Troy and their son. Oh, okay, that. okay. All right, yeah, the one who, who passes away. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, well, what did you think of the trailer for, for Picard season two? I know that came out a few, like a month or so ago. I really liked it. My brothers think I'm crazy. I, I think but, I side with them because, I mean, I watched it and I was like, I've fallen for this before. I know. <laughs> but I again, think I'm falling for it again. I, like, I, I was like, they know how to get me back in the saddle. I felt the same way watching the Discovery trailer. I was, I was like, fuck, I know I'm going to watch this. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm going to watch Discovery. But Discovery just looks like, oh, guess what? There's a problem. There's only one person in the world who can save it. Michael Burnham. Oh, yeah, of course. Right? And it's always like, I, I love how every season's like become... We have to find a new name for a mysterious problem. <laughs> it's, it's like, what? Can't we just like identify the threat and then maybe send the rest of the season Why? dealing with it logically instead of having to guess what it is and figure it out? I was hoping this season was going to be building back the Federation. It looks like it's already back. <laughs> Apparently. I was like, oh, you know what? You know what would have been cooler if there were other factions? Because like, didn't Beta Zed and a bunch of other places defect? There's a, there's a whole thing going on, yeah. Yeah, so there's another, you know, pseudo-federation. And they could become the villains. Telepathic, evil people, Beta Zeds, as the villains, would be awesome. Not happening. No, of course not. No, I, just give them some new fluky power. I sort of wonder if we're even get, getting into like, into, like, a time jump situation here. Because, like, you know, Saru's back all of a sudden, and he was, like, supposed to be on sabbatical or whatever. So it doesn't even look like we're picking up with... That took, like, a week. It, well, yeah. I mean, it, it looks like we're not picking up with... You know Burnham's early days in captainhood. It's like she's already. It's, it seems like she's already a seasoned captain at this point, which is sort of annoying. Because if that was the whole point was to get her to be the captain, shouldn't we experience like from day one? You would think so, but also like her her boyfriend's still on like the bridge. Like, is he part of the? Is he a ranking member of the crew now? I mean, with his cat, the cat's on the bridge. I mean, I would imagine. I would imagine they've both been sworn into Starfleet at this point because, yeah, to be on the bridge, I mean, you have to be, you know. Yeah. So, he's, what is he, an ensign, lieutenant? He doesn't have a uniform on. Well, I mean, if he has a relationship with the captain, though, that, that seems a little fucked up. <laughs> I think it's frowned upon, but who knows? He went from future. ensign to like you know lieutenant real quick, and people but, raise their eyebrows. <laughs> well, in season two, when we go to Saru's home world, and you find out this race of you know, they they look like uh, the race that killed Tasha Yar's people. Right, the tar people. Or, yeah, the tar guy. <laughs> oh, I can't. Sarlik or 
I can't remember what his name was. <laughs> but no, they say that Saru's people are will be a scourge on the universe if they're not controlled like this. Why aren't they the villains in the future? Dude. That Burnham set this, you know, wheel in motion during season two, and now she has to deal with it in season four. I, I think the answer is obvious here. That clearly you and I need to start writing Star Trek fan fiction. <laughs> oh, it's gonna get weird real fast, man. <laughs> it's the only way. They're never gonna give us a Star Trek show. So No. Because ours would make sense. And actually yeah, you know, it, be I Star think Trek. We'd remember, you know, things that happened. Like the prime and, directive? Yeah, well, well, that's something that really made me mad about the Picard books. Uh-oh. Because they reference things we talked about. Like, you know, Riker goes to that planet to like try and heal his son. All right. And I think in one of our episodes, we're like, why doesn't he go to the Briar Patch? Right. And then in the book, they mention the Briar Patch, but his son's not sick yet. So Riker hasn't had time to forget that the Briar Patch exists. Right. But he asks if Picard's going to spend like time off there. You know, I haven't watched Insurrection in a while, but I thought the Briar Patch was over. I thought that movie ends with that being like done and those people go back to like aging normally no 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 they just stay on that planet i thought the other people had taken all the element that took that away i don't i, I could be mistaken uh, rolafo i believe is the villain thing wow if that's true like that's a good pull right there <laughs> played by f Murray abraham i do but, remember that part yeah. uh he tries to destroy the planet but picard stops him and blows up his machine like spoilers for star trek insurrection coming in uh, but <laughs> they, they stay on the planet. I mean, they, it came out in '96. Somebody might not have seen it yet. It's it's true. It's a possibility. I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll yeah, investigate. Yeah, they, they all stay on the planet and still, but they they're the only like 200 people on that planet. Yeah, I don't. And it's like routine. I don't think I'm gonna have the the stomach to review uh, Discovery episode by episode. But maybe we we can do like three episodes at a time. And then, well, you know. maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe we could bring you on another podcast that might be doing it, uh-oh. or something with it. Uh oh, uh oh. All right, interesting. Mm. We might have a little conversation. Yeah. <laughs> and then we'll see how that works out. I don't know if everybody else is going to want to watch it. Uh, like knowing your, knowing one of your brothers, I don't know. He's behind on it. He's living the golden years right now. <laughs> I told him season three is going to club you in the face repeatedly. <laughs> Like, just forget what you know about trills, because it don't matter. <laughs> well, as, you know, be like the writers. Just don't learn anything about the trills, and then you can do whatever you want. It blows my mind. Yeah. All right. And, all right, it's 3,000 years in the future. I guess evolution happened. Nah. Made up. That made up. <laughs> Evolution's made up. No, for the all trills. Right. For the trills it is. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right, dude. Let's get you out of here, man. Thanks for hanging out tonight. This has been a lot of fun as always. I know you'll be back on very, very soon. Plug the show, Reagan. All right. You can find us at Pod on Instagram and Twitter or com for our website. We just released Pandorum. Got other super fun stuff coming up in Hortoberfest 2. The Hortobering. You've only been on about like 50 episodes of this podcast and you finally nailed it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you know how I had to take like a breath and like think about it for a second? And still, it was, it was it's kind of back then. I think I saw a cue card off to, the, off to, off to your side there. Oh, yeah, I have it all written down. <laughs> so I had to take down one of my many like Boba Fett posters and just put up our, our Instagram handle. Unacceptable. Yeah, so I'll put it back up. <laughs> All right, man. Let's get out of here. I'll talk to you later, man. Thanks, dude.
Oh, And there it is. <laughs> You're not my Natasha. But something tells me you have her spirit. Hey, there you have it, folks. That is the conversation. That is Reagan and I catching up on the four episodes of What If that we hadn't gotten to just yet uh, before my vacation rudely interrupted our, our recaps on that on a weekly basis. Uh, and then we got into a little Star Trek stuff and some, some little bonus talk on the side. Why not, right? When you got Reagan on the line, you get to you get to all of it. You get to have a good time. Uh, one of the things I wanted to mention, because I, I couldn't recall if this was something we addressed later in our recording or if it was part of the conversation that he and I were having after I turned off the recording device. Um, but in that final episode, in the big battle with the Guardians of the Multiverse against Ultron, uh, a really great moment that we both wanted to highlight and, and we are pretty sure we skipped over. Uh, but when... Doctor Strange opens the portal to the zombie world, and then all those millions of zombies crash down on Ultron's head, and he ends up getting into that battle with with uh, the zombie uh, Scarlet Witch. Uh, when Ultron lifts his helmet to reveal the face of the Vision, and then Wanda's zombified, horrible sadness reaction to seeing the Vision. Uh, really wonderful moment. Again, it was just highlighting that character's anguish over. Uh, losing her vision in her reality and then seeing this one who's all powerful all corrupted and unstoppable so yeah the just to kind of recap those two those four episodes i wasn't crazy about the the first two the killmonger and the frat boy thor episode not my favorite not my cup of tea uh frat boy thor in particular probably could have been about 10 ish minutes shorter and maybe i would have liked it a little bit more uh, but we can really get back on track when we go to what if ultron was victorious and we go to like these post-apocalyptic worlds, and we see Ultron grow beyond the you know his universe into this multiversal threat. Great episode, then culminates into what if the what if the Watcher broke his oath? Great, great stuff. And if you were intrigued by some of our Star Trek stuff, I do encourage you to go back. It's about a year or so ago that we did a sort of recapturing, or reviewing of Star Trek. I think in 2020. Because that was, I believe that was the win. Picard came on, season three of Discovery, and the first season of Lower Decks all came out at the same time. And so we did a big Star Trek-based episode, getting our thoughts out there on the current state of Trek. And as you may have detected, we're, we, we're nervous about Discovery. I'm more nervous about season two of Picard than, than Reagan is. Uh, but we're, we're both, you know, Star Trek fans for life. So we're going to watch them, and we're going to talk about about them on this podcast. You can be assured of that. All right, let's go ahead, get out of here, wrap it up. I don't think I have anything else to comment on. And again, you're listening to this. By the time you hear this, it'll probably be November, which means in a few short weeks, we will start doing the Hawkeye series. It'll begin airing on Disney+, and it's going to be, it's going to be a blast. I can't wait to talk about that. In the meantime, uh, just in case there is a gap between this episode and the Hawkeye episodes. I do have some real-world, real-life things going on that may constitute uh, the show getting uh, preempted for a week or two. I'm trying very hard to uh, avert that. I'm trying to work ahead as much as I can so that there's always an episode ready to go in case my schedule fluctuates and gets a little crazy and unpredictable. But please keep that in mind if, if an episode doesn't pop up into your feeder during the week at some point. Uh, and I'll try to put it out there on social media if we're, if we're missing so that everyone's kind of aware of what's going on. Uh, but with that being said, we're going to be here as much as we humanly can all the way up until the end of the year uh, because what else are we going to do? 
I, <laughs> anyways, let me give you the reminders once again. Uh, we are on social media at Tomcast Popcast on Twitter and Instagram. Please, by all means, email the show. Long form emails, TomcastPopcast at gmail.com. Please like, subscribe, share the show with your friends, family, loved ones, uh, people that you want to watch What If with. It's it's all good. We appreciate it so, so much. And an easy way to support the show is uh, just taking the time to write a quick little five-star review on Apple Podcast. That does uh, an, an insane amount of help, helping uh, spread the word and defeat the algorithm, the evil, terrifying algorithm. It's The algorithm is a lot like Ultron. It must be defeated at all costs before it gains sentience and, and goes multiversal. We do not want that to happen. All right, before we get out of here, we have to thank some very important people. The official members of Pophead Nation, they keep the lights on. They keep this show getting better and better, even if the improvements are only, like, super incremental. We're getting better every single week, and it's because of these fine people. Thank you so much to the Aspen Hill Chody, the Batman of Bay Park, Jeff Nail. Technically the Batman of Bayho. I know, I know. Jeff's doing great work, co-hosting the Ringing Ear, a great music podcast. Please check them out. Thanks to Evil Circle, the evilest of all circles. The Squidmaster General, Mr. Brian Broussard, the New Jersey Devil, Mark Wagamer, our very own Joker and Holly Quinn, Brian and Krista of Pride Brewing Company, right here in San Diego, California, coming soon to Baltimore, Maryland. The Beer Hop Brigadier General, Jesus Beer Hops, and our newest official member of Pophead Nation, the silent assassin, he who shall not be named. Mysterious. All right, let's get out of here. We'll be back as soon as possible. I Like I said, the plan is to be weekly, and we're going to do our best to hit that. In the meantime, you all take care, stay safe, do the right thing, and be good to each other. Ciao, babes. Great story. Compelling and rich. So the Tribe drops its third straight on this trip, 6-1 to one to the Rangers. For the Indians, one run on, let's say, one hit. That's all we got. One goddamn hit. You can't say goddamn on the air. Don't worry, nobody's listening anyway. We're not going to be fucking sunk this year! We're the Stanley Cup champions! Yeah!